Elder, bring this meeting to order. Okay, welcome to the Queen Anne's, welcome to the Queen Anne's County Commissioner's meeting. This is a public hearing uh, that is being aired live on our local cable television station, QAC-TV7. This media broadcast provides county citizens an opportunity to watch and review our scheduled public meetings. In addition to our live audience this evening, we are providing remote options for citizens to watch our county commissioner meeting. Citizens may watch our meeting live on our website at qac.org live or on our television channel, BreezeLine Channel 7 and High Definition Channel 507. We acknowledge everyone's participation and by attending, you acknowledge that the session is both recorded and aired. Press and public comment will be taken and is limited to three minutes per person. If you do care to speak, please sign the sheet on the information table back in the corner. Uh, comments longer than three minutes can be submitted uh, in writing for the commissioner's review. We will now stand and be led in the Pledge of Allegiance by Commission President Jim Moran. Pledge of Allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. All right, good evening, everybody. It's always great to come to Sudlersville to this lovely uh, middle school here in Sudlersville. So uh, I'm Todd Mon, the county administrator, and the purpose of our hearing tonight is to review the county commissioner's proposed uh, fiscal 2024 operating and capital budgets. So just let me just quickly introduce our county commissioners, just going down uh, from my uh, uh, right to left. We have uh, Commissioner Jack Wilson, Commissioner Phil Dumineau, Commissioner Jim Moran there in the center, Commissioner Chris Corcorino, and Commissioner Patrick McLaughlin. So we have a short presentation here to, that provides a, a high-level overview of the proposed FY24 budget. There are uh, a lot more details uh, in the uh, county website. On the website, we have all the uh, backup information in terms of our work sessions and uh, prior uh, versions of the budget, and the link is on the screen there at the bottom. You can see that if you want to get a little bit deeper into the details, you're certainly welcome to look at that at your leisure, or if you want to just go to our, our homepage, qac.org, type in budget section, and all the information will just come right up. So following our presentation then, we will be taking uh, any public comment that we have, uh, and I know we have a few folks that have signed up already uh, to, pre to present public comments. So uh, we'll move into the presentation next. Um, our objectives for our budget, this is just an introductory piece, is to continue to provide sound financial management and deliver responsible public services to all of our residents in Queen Anne's County. Our budget reflects the recommendations from our Spending Affordability Committee, which includes compliance with our policies on debt management, maintenance of a healthy reserve fund in our rainy day fund and our uh, revenue stabilization fund, and the use of our fund balance and PAYGO funds to reduce our proposed capital debt on our capital program. Our budget is consistent with our AAA bond rating, which we're very proud of. We do have the highest uh, rating on the Eastern Shore uh, at AAA, so we're very, very proud of that. Uh, we have a couple quotations here, and I'll paraphrase them from our bond rating agencies, uh, the first from S&P Global Ratings, Queen Anne's County has demonstrated resilience with its overall credit profile supported by an active, forward-looking financial management environment, and we expect the positive operating results demonstrated over the past decade to continue. Uh, again, S&P Global Ratings. And from Fitch, our AA bond rating reflects strong revenue growth, 
manageable expenditure growth, and a demonstrated ability to make adjustments during economic uh, downturns. So again, the uh, top rating on the eastern shore of any county, AAA. So a few budget highlights. Um, our tax rate is proposed to remain the same for fiscal 2024. That is 83 cents per $100 of assessed value. Our income tax rate, likewise, will be constant at 3.2%. We do have 7.1% uh, of budget growth from the current year, FY23. Uh, in FY23, we had $171.4 million in our budget. That's increased this year to $183.6 million. Our revenue stream is primarily uh, made up of property tax and income tax, which is about 88% of our total county revenue sources. Our income tax revenue is projected to grow by 16.7%, and our property tax revenue is projected to grow by 5.6% over FY23. Just a few comments about the constant yield rate. Uh, constant yield uh, represents the real property tax rate for the upcoming year that would otherwise generate the same amount of revenue uh, that was generated in the current year. So as assessments increase, the constant yield rate also increases, or excuse me, decreases. So for example, uh, in FY24, the constant yield property tax rate would be 81.2 cents per $100 of assessed value. So our constant yield is slightly lower than the current tax rate as proposed at 83 cents, and as a result, the current rate results in a revenue which is, will generate $1,578,473 additional than what the constant yield rate would otherwise generate. This next slide shows the real property tax rates across all the Maryland counties, all the jurisdictions in Maryland and Baltimore City. So there's 23 counties plus Baltimore City, and the uh, yellow highlighted bar you can see is Queen Anne's County, and we are the third lowest in the, in the state right now. We did lower our property tax rate last year by 1.71 cents, so we are uh, on the low end of the scale in the state of Maryland. All right, so moving into the FY24 budget highlights. First, uh, we have uh, we funded the Board of Education at $4.8 million above the FY23 allocation. That was primarily prescribed, prescribed by the blueprint, the Kerwin blueprint, which was uh, generated through the General Assembly in Maryland. Our budget includes funding for employee recruitment and retention actions, cost of living increases, and pay for performance. We have a variety of uh, additional new full-time and part-time positions with the theme of succession planning this year and uh, providing ser new services and agencies. So we have um, positions assigned for the Department of Emergency Services, our Detention Center, our Public Works Department, our Parks Department, uh, Dep Department of Aging, Animal Services Division, Information Technology for additional cybersecurity positions, uh, Planning and Zoning, and our Water and Sewer Services Division at the Sanitary District. We've also included uh, low SAP funding for the uh, retirement program for our volunteer fire companies and an all allocation increase for the VFDs. We have funding towards the economic development incentive program for continuation of our business development programs. We have funding for the county internship opportunities for various departments via our human resources department. We've included enhancement funding for the libraries to include additional positions and expanded library services. 
and we've uh, earmarked $6.4 million for PEGO funding uh, towards our capital projects for FY24. This slide shows our uh, revenue by source as a pie chart. So as I mentioned earlier, our uh, big revenue streams are income taxes, which is uh, the blue sector at 44%, and property tax is the, uh, the red sector, also at 44%, which is the bulk of our uh, incoming revenue sources. Uh, total budget, 183.6 million. Uh, this chart then shows the numeric values of all of the revenues that we receive uh, annually. Uh, this chart also provides some historical data. We have um, the FY22 actuals, uh, the FY23 budgets. In the center column there is the FY24 proposed budget values, and then the, the final two columns show the, uh, the change and the percentage change from uh, the current budget year. So at the top of the chart, you see uh, real property taxes and income taxes, which uh, lead the way. Uh, our other big revenue stream is uh, the combination of uh, recordation taxes and transfer taxes for uh, property sales. In the middle, about midway down in the chart, they come in at about $10.2 million combined. Okay, so where does the money go? This is the uh, uh, corresponding pie chart to show the expenses where the funding's, funding is allocated. Um, the biggest sector there, the blue sector again, is the, the education piece. That is uh, 38%, followed by uh, public safety, which is the purple sector, uh, down at about 6 o'clock at uh, 11%. Public works at 7% next to the public safety sector. And then we have a group of outside agencies that I'll talk about in a minute. At uh, 16%, which includes a variety of, of outside agencies that we fund either fully or partially. All right, so this uh, next series of slides shows the uh, expenditures, corresponding expenditures grouped by function, the numeric values, and again, we show the historic, historical data from FY22, the FY23 values, the center column there is the FY24 proposal, and then the percentage changes in uh, value and percent in the final two columns. First grouping is um, the county administration, which includes the county commissioner's office, um, budget and finance, information technology, human resources, to name a few. Also includes our friends at uh, QATV7, who are here tonight filming us. Uh, we, we appreciate their hard work. Uh, overall, that section is 9.3 million. The next group is Community Services, which includes the Department of Aging, Housing and Community Services, and our Local Management Board. That comes in at just under $4 million, followed by Planning and Zoning, which is $2.6 million for 24. The next is the Public Safety Group, which includes not only emergency services, but also the Detention Center. Uh, that is uh, $20.8 million. Then we have Public Works, which has a variety of divisions, including Animal Services, Engineering, General Services, our Roads Division, Solid Waste, and Property Management. They come in at $13.5 million, followed by Parks and Recreation, which also includes our Bay Bridge Airport and our Blue Heron Golf Course, and they come in at $6.3 million. So that's the subtotal then at the bottom, $56.5 million, the subtotal for the general county government functions which comes in at 6.7% uh, above the FY23 uh, budget. All right. And lastly, um, excuse me, I went too quick. Um, the next uh, slide shows uh, generally the outside agencies, uh, first and foremost, the Board of Education. 
And that comes in, that's our highest um, allocated funding uh, department, and that is 68.9 million, which is a 7.5% 7, 7 increase. Then we have uh, the grouping of other agencies that I referred to earlier, which is about 16% of the overall budget. Uh, they include the state's attorney's office, the sheriff's office, circuit courthouse, fire protection, Chesapeake College, our free library system, board of elections, health department, to name uh, a few of those. And that comes in at uh, $29.4 million. Lastly, we have a couple of um, accounts here. We have our debt service accounts, and that's broken down by the Board of Education and General County Government. That comes in at $12.7 million, and that actually is a decrease from the current year of 3%, over 3%. And then we have other general expenses in the other categories uh, to include our intergovernmental transfers, insurances, uh, benefits, local grants to outside agencies, tax offsets. Uh, that comes in at 16, just above $16 million for FY24. So the overall total general fund budget then is 183.6 million and comes in at 7.1% above the uh, FY23 approved budget. Okay, we'll review next a few budget enhancements that we are proposing. Uh, first, leading off again, the Board of Education. Uh, and I will say we just received the, uh, the uh, maintenance of effort uh, statement just uh, yesterday, I believe. Uh, so we did fund them. This slide shows it at $6 million, but it's actually $6.4 million above the uh, typical enrollment-based MOE certification level, yielding a total operating allocation of over $9,500 uh, per student. So a little bit larger than we had estimated when we prepared this presentation. Our volunteer fire companies came in at uh, 688000 for their increase for the LOSAP uh, funding for their retirement program and uh, additional volunteer emergency services allocation for them. Economic development, we've included 324000 for the Economic Development Incentive Fund program and to open up a satellite visitor center at the uh, Queenstown Outlets. The detention center, we have 282,000 for two additional correctional officers and a chief of operations position for our succession planning at the detention facility. Department of Emergency Services, we have 264,000 for three positions in administration and special operations and an enhancement to upgrade a part-time uh, fire marshal position to full-time. Our public library system, we have 216,000 for cost of living and merit increases, plus uh, an additional part-time IT specialist, and I believe we're gonna uh, fund the mobile library assistant. Department of Aging, uh, just shy of 100,000 uh, for programming related to the new active adult center and the new senior center at the uh, Queen Anne's County Family YMCA, which is uh, <coughs> slated to open in October of this year. So we have a variety of other smaller enhancements for other departments, uh, for animal services, the college, Chesapeake College, our extension service, human resources for internships, information technology for cybersecurity, uh, our parks department, and our water and sewer services division. Okay, so now we can move into the capital budget highlights. Uh, this year we are proposing a $53 million capital budget. Uh, first and foremost, that includes our detention center renovation and expansion project at 12 and a half million. Now this, this project is, is gonna likely be delayed probably by about a year. We are evaluating a new property that we intend to um, 
obtained through the state surplus at the, it's the old Eastern pre-release camp just uh, south of Church Hill. So we're excited about that. We're going to hopefully get that for $1. It's an 80-acre site, so that's going to allow us to look at a dif different option and maybe more a cost-effective cost option for the detention center uh, uh, expansion. We have uh, $6.4 million for our roads division for continuing our systematic uh, uh, roadway paving uh, program and parking lot overlays all, along with our bridge maintenance program. Board of Education, we've got $6.4 million in the capital plan, which includes funding for their new central office, which will be located uh, directly across from the Queen Anne's County High School. We have funding for the Kent Island High School roof replacement additional uh, fire alarm replacement systems in, in several schools, Kennard and Queen Anne's County High School, and an addi additional 900000 for a playground replacement at Sudlersville Elementary School and a parking lot resurfacing at the Queen Anne's County High School. We have $3.2 million for the Parks Department for the South Island Trail development, which we are working on very diligently now to get that going. Uh, additional uh, court work, capital equipment, additional landscaping, and a public sewer line extension to White Marsh Park. Emergency services, we've got uh, $1.7 million in funding for additional ambulance, a new radio tower at the 5301 split near Queenstown, radio subscriber replacement systems, and other projects including cardiac care equipment. Information technology, uh, we have $1.9 million in, in funding for them for IT infrastructure, uh, continuation of our public fiber extension projects, and uh, cellular signal boosters at all of the schools and uh, county buildings for cell service coverage indoors. A few remaining capital projects, we have a $1 million uh, planned for historic courthouse in Centerville. That is uh, ongoing renovations to eventually house the Register of Wills and the Orphan's Court functions at the historic courthouse, and $800,000 for our volunteer fire companies uh, for purchase assistance of apparatus and facility construction. Now, these next four um, bullets include um, projects that are funded with enterprise dollars, not necessarily the uh, general fund. The first one we've talked about for a number of years, that's the South Kent Island Sanitary Project for the extension of the sewer system. We're in phases two, three, and four now. We have 5.4 million there for Tower Gardens, Queen Anne Colony, Kentmore, and Bats Neck. We've also included three and a half million for systematic replacement of all of our water meters in our sanitary district, which uh, will upgrade those to smart meters. We're including a $1 million allocation for a water line extension from Castle Marina Road to the Stevensville Shopping Center where uh, Cult Classic is located. That's called the Chester West Water Main Extension, so that's going to provide fire protection and water, public water services to that shopping center for economic development. And $500,000 for uh, Thompson Creek bulkhead and fishing pier improvements at both Mattapeak and Remicoke Piers for our public landings divisions, which is uh, largely grant funded as well. All right, uh, lastly, this, uh, this capital budget funding sources sheet just kind of shows you some allocations and where the money comes from. So it, we've got um, at the bottom there uh, $6.4 million in PAGO funding in our capital plan. We've got nearly $16 million in grants coming into the uh, capital budget for this next year. 9.5 million in bonds, 
670,000 in operating funds, uh, nearly 12 million in fund balance, and uh, 9 million in uh, other uh, allocations, which includes primarily loans and special benefit assessments that are and fees that are paid primarily for the the uh, Route 8 sewer project. Okay, this uh, next series of slides, and I'm not going to go through these in any great detail. Uh, they're really for illustrative purposes, but this. Uh, is our six-year capital plan. Our, our rating agencies uh, are, appreciate this. They like this is how we keep our rating agency high because we, we are forward-thinking in our, in our spending plans going over the time horizons between FY24 and FY29. You know, so the first column here is what we fund in FY24 or propose to fund. We have five planning years after that, so this allows us to plan and allocate dollars, in particular for the larger projects that we have so that we can keep a smooth uh, budget that doesn't have any large increases uh, over those time horizons. So we, we, we change this every year a bit um, in terms of the timing for some of the projects and the amounts as, as, as costs increase and or decrease, but right now mostly increase. But uh, it does provide a good uh, perspective of all the things that we've uh, planned for in the, in the future. So it goes through uh, all of the departments all of the outside agencies, uh, property management, the sheriff, animal services, emergency services, certainly the uh, IT, the Board of Education. So, um, and again, all this is on our website, plus there's detail on each of the projects included on the website if you want to get into some more detailed information about any or all of these uh, projects. Our Parks Department's here now. They've got a lot of projects, um, Bay Bridge Airport, uh, roads board and then uh, lastly i think as the water and sewer services the enterprise accounts for the sanitary district so some upcoming dates um, we are here tonight on may 24th this is our third and final uh, budget hearing at the sutlersville middle school we do have a um, work session planned if we need that on june the 6th and then we um, are proposing to adopt the budget and set the tax rate the county commissioners would do that at their regular meeting on June 13th at approximately uh, 6.45 p.m. So that concludes our presentation. And we can now take public comment. All right. Thank you, Jack. All right. First on the list here is our superintendent of schools, Dr. Patty Salins. Good evening, commissioners. Patty Salins, um, Hemsley Drive in Queenstown. I'm happy to be here. Um, the first night I spoke about the blueprint and our challenges with that and thanked you for your significant um, uh, funding us above maintenance of effort. And last night I talked about capital and I specifically talked about how our schools are our community. And tonight I wanted to talk a little bit more about that. Um, when I see in your budget an increase for Parks and Recs who provide services for our students, when I see in your budget increases for emergency services who provide very valuable training and support to not only our students and some of the classroom activities, but certainly our staff and is always there to help out. When I see an increase for the um, Sheriff's Department, I know that that's impacting us for our school resource officers and how um, we're keeping our, our students and our staff safe. And it really is all about partnerships. We all sit at the same table together. So I'm really thankful for that. And the, the last partnership that we've just cultivated together is our Everside initiative. And I know we wouldn't be able to do that without the partnership with you all. 
and I, I look forward to really decreasing the overall insurance rates um, as we move forward and, and providing a, a very viable option for healthcare for our employees. And so thank you for all the partnerships when I see your budget that supports us in so many more ways than just above maintenance of effort or just the capital budget. So thank you. All right. Our next speaker is Cecilia Mitchell. Hi there. Can I? All right. Yes, because you know, it's important. We want to be here to be seen. Good evening. I'm Cecilia Mitchell. My phone just went to sleep. I'm Cecilia Mitchell, acting president of Queen Anne's County Education Association. With me tonight are members of the QACEA Executive Committee, Mary Meehan, Acting Vice President, Cora Ruth, Vice President for Educational Education Support Professionals. Thank you. I'm usually really loud, but I'm being careful tonight. Susan Willis, who is our RA at large for elementary school. We are here this evening to recognize your work to develop our county's budget and increase funding to our public schools, as well as the efforts of our superintendent, Dr. Salins, from whom you just heard. We are here tonight as advocates for full funding of our public schools to benefit our students and the many professionals, many of whom are behind me, who comprise our school system. As has been noted in sessions this week, attracting and retaining school employees is dependent on setting budget priorities that strengthen the system overall. Maintaining the physical facilities is equally important to establish safe and functioning workspaces for students and staff. Your work to enhance our funding to our schools is laudable, particularly given current economic challenges, which were mentioned last night. Challenges will continue into the foreseeable future. Partnerships, as Dr. Salins just mentioned, between local and state leaders are paramount to facing these challenges. We look forward to partnering with our community leaders to assure that every student acquires the skills and knowledge they need to live as successful citizens. Thank you and good night. So what is everybody, all teachers? Yeah. Well, Cora is um, <laughs> support. Sorry, she works at the Board of Ed. Um, Mayor, Ms. Meehan works at Centerville Middle. Ms. Willis is a classroom teacher at Graysonville Elementary School. And we are very familiar with uh, somebody's children. So we've both been, uh, had the pleasure of working with his children. No, thank you for everything. OK, thank you. Uh, our next speaker is our uh, Janet Salazar the director of the Queen Anne's County Free Library. Come on up, Janet. Good evening, nice to see you again. I'm Janet Salazar, I live in Graysonville. Um, I'm here tonight basically just to thank you. Thank you for funding the library at a large percentage. I appreciate it, our staff appreciate it. Thank you for listening to all of our requests this week to have a full-time program and volunteer coordinator. But mostly thank you for your vision for Queen Anne's County and for recognizing that the library is a major part of the quality of life in Queen Anne's County. Thank you for your time. Thank you. Mm -hmm. okay, thank you. Uh, Kathleen Lyons. Good evening, gentlemen. I live on Brickhouse Drive in Queenstown, 
and I am here as a member of the Board of Trustees of the Queen Anne's Public Library. So I have two things I want to rise to say. One is thank you. I join Janet in giving you my heartfelt thanks for your support and vision for the library. And secondly, I'm asking you to consider some additional items. So first of all, uh, before I go on, I wanted just to tell you how I know of no other place than a library where everyone is welcome, anyone can go, everyone receives services that are provided through our tax dollars and through gifts uh, from others. But it is a remarkable community hub that is so essential to our growth and development as people and as a democracy. So I thank you for your support. It doesn't matter what your income level is, your physical ability, your zip code, you are welcome at the library. And it's a great place. I spent two hours there today myself. So. Uh, and as a member of the library's board of trustees, I'd like to thank you for your overall increase in funding of the library. We greatly appreciate it. In particular, uh, we appreciate the additional staffing devoted to the mobile library, uh, new services and other things that will benefit our community and allow us to expand and enhance our quality of programs. And now, of course, there's an ask part, which the ask part is, uh, I'd just like to flag for you um, a couple things I'd like your consideration of, and one is a full-time program and volunteer coordinator, which would make such a difference for us at the library. We could establish a lot of new initiatives that people are asking for, including a teen volunteer corps, increased uh, story time on wheels programs, a program with the public schools called Guys Read, which is an opportunity for young males to be exposed to role models, uh, other males who read. Uh, and the program and volunteer coordinator would play a crucial role in coordinating all these activities. In addition, uh, we could use a part-time facilities clerk. Uh, this position uh, would ensure that our soon-to-be-open public spaces at the meeting spaces at the library in Kent Island would be well used. Uh, and maintained and our programs would run smoothly. Uh, that facilities clerk will be responsible for coordinating all the facility rentals, maintaining inventory, and ensuring that the facilities are kept in excellent condition. So um, I just want to end where I began, which is say thank you. I truly appreciate the support of the county commissioners. Thank you. Okay, that's all we had that signed up. Is there anybody else that would uh, like to come forward and make some comments? No? All right, well, I will turn things over to the uh, county commissioners if they, if they want to make any closing remarks. Is, you, yeah, okay. Patrick, we're gonna let's start with you. you. You don't have to. You can say no comment. <laughs> Three days in a row, it's all good. Really appreciate you folks coming out, and uh, this is my first budget process, and I don't know if this is the last meeting, but um, it's been nice to, to meet lots of you folks, and don't be strangers, and we're glad that you're here. Thank you. I also want to thank everybody for coming out uh, as well, and uh, particularly those who have come out to each of our uh, meetings here to uh, advocate for the issues that are important to you. That is something that we take to heart and uh, we like to see the community involvement. For a couple of years we had you know, almost nobody showing up um, at the meetings, uh, which was a good thing because if you're not showing up, you're not complaining either. And, and you know, people are complaining then they're usually happy, right? Because they show up when they're not happy. But it's good to actually see people show up and 
also happy with things, but also have constructive feedback for some other things that we could be doing, and we like seeing that, so encourage more people to show up and do that. Thank you. I, I, I'm gonna echo what Chris said. Uh, this is my 10th budget. Uh, the last three have been extremely pleasant. Uh, the first one and the second one and the third one, not so much, when there's very little to go around. But, uh, you know, I, I think that the county's headed in the right direction. The funding's headed in the right direction. And uh, that's why the, the crowds are smaller. So thank you very much. Okay. So uh, a couple of things. One, um, I want to recognize former county commissioner Steve Wilson, who's in the crowd. He served uh, along with some other folks on our spending affordability committee, uh, which is an important process leading into doing this budget. Um, so Stevie, thank you and your colleagues for all that great work you guys did on that. Um, and, and of course our, our finance staff, you know, you can't, I would be absolutely remiss if I didn't thank our, our, our finance staff and, and the hard work that they all put in. Um, and then the, um, the folks that, that bring these meetings to um, our citizens who can't be here, and that's our QAC Channel 7 crew. Uh, as you can see by uh, all the equipment that they bring, it's a monumental task to get this uh, televised to our citizens here in Queen Anne's County. So uh, how about just a quick round of applause for our, our QAC Channel 7 crew. And again, I will, I'll, I'll repeat my fellow commissioners, thank you everybody who came out to share with us their, their uh, concerns uh, about the budget, some of the things that they'd like to see added. Um, it did not fall on deaf ears, uh, but there's a process um, and we're working together and our staff to make that process uh, functionable. So with that again, thank you very much for being here. Top that. <laughs> I can't, you guys didn't leave anything to, no meat on that bone. Um, no, I want to thank all the familiar faces from the last two nights, because there's a lot of them out there. And uh, a couple new faces, I see Lucy back there in the corner, good to see you. Um, so the only thing I was going to add to it is because is it's always really bothered me as a commissioner the last like four budget cycles when Todd and, and prior to him, Greg Todd, got to say we're the third lowest tax rate in the state of Maryland. It is the biggest misnomer out there because we are technically, based on the way things are done. And the other two counties that are below us, our actual physical tax rate is lower than both Montgomery and Talbot counties because they have the ability to raise taxes to cover education costs where we have to live within the means of our property tax to cover our education costs. So just keep that in mind. When anybody tells you we're third, we're really the lowest. So that's all I got. Yep. Um, and motion. I will make a motion to adjourn. Second. Second. Aye.